Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. My name is Drew Enos, and I'm one of the leaders at Park Hill Church here in San Diego. Bread is the way our community is practicing reading the scriptures daily. This is our modern take on Lectio Divina, an ancient way of meditating and praying through the scriptures. As we begin our practice today, you'll want to have a Bible, a journal, and a pen. If possible, find a space that is free of distraction so that you can be still and present to the voice of the Spirit. Our reading today is from Acts 20. At any point in this practice, feel free to pause the recording if you need more time to reflect and write down your thoughts. We begin today by taking a moment to be still, simply to breathe. Surrender in this space as you abide in God's presence. Inhale and exhale. Offer this prayer to help you be present in this moment. Father, I surrender my responsibilities and my anxieties to you now as best I can. Help me to be still and to rest in your arms. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. As we read, write down any word or phrase that stands out to you in the read section of your journal. Acts 20 When the uproar had ended, Paul sent for the disciples and after encouraging them, said goodbye and set out for Macedonia. He traveled through that area, speaking many words of encouragement to the people, and finally arrived in Greece, where he stayed three months. Because some Jews had plotted against him just as he was about to sail for Syria, he decided to go back through Macedonia. He was accompanied by Sopater, son of Pyrrhus from Berea, Aristarchus, and Secundus from Thessalonica, Gaius from Derby, Timothy also, and Tychicus and Trophimus from the province of Asia. These men went on ahead and waited for us at Troas. But we sailed from Philippi after the festival of unleavened bread, and five days later joined the others at Troas, where we stayed seven days. On the first day of the week, we came together to break bread. Paul spoke to the people, and because he intended to leave the next day, kept on talking until midnight. There were many lamps in the upstairs room where we were meeting. Seated in a window was a young man named Eutychus, who was sinking into a deep sleep as Paul talked on and on. When he was sound asleep, he fell to the ground from the third story and was picked up dead. 
Paul went down, threw himself on the young man, and put his arms around him. Don't be alarmed, he said. He's alive. Then he went upstairs again and broke bread and ate. After talking until daylight, he left. The people took the young man home alive and were greatly comforted. We went on ahead to the ship and sailed for Assos, where we were going to take Paul aboard. He had made his arrangement because he was going there on foot. When he met us at Assos, we took him aboard and went on to Mytilene. The next day we set sail from there and arrived off Chios. The day after that we crossed over to Samos, and on the following day arrived at Miletus. Paul had decided to sail past Ephesus to avoid spending time in the province of Asia, for he was in a hurry to reach Jerusalem, if possible, by the day of Pentecost. From Miletus, Paul sent to Ephesus for the elders of the church. When they arrived, he said to them, You know how I lived the whole time I was with you, from the first day I came into the province of Asia, I served the Lord with great humility and with tears, and in the midst of severe testing by the plots of my Jewish opponents. You know that I have not hesitated to preach anything that would be helpful to you, but have taught you publicly and from house to house. I have declared to both Jews and Greeks that they must turn to God in repentance and have faith in our Lord Jesus. And now, compelled by my spirit, I am going to Jerusalem, not knowing what will happen to me there. I only know that in every city the Holy Spirit warns me that prison and hardships are facing me. However, I consider my life worth nothing to me. My only aim is to finish the race and complete the task the Lord Jesus has given to me the task of testifying to the good news of God's grace. Now I know that none of you among whom I have gone about preaching the kingdom will ever see me again. Therefore I declare to you today that I am innocent of the blood of any of you, for I have not hesitated to proclaim to you the whole will of God. Keep watch over yourselves and all the flock of which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers. Be shepherds of the church of God, which he bought with his own blood. I know that after I leave, savage wolves will come in among you and will not spare the flock. Even from your own number, men will arise and distort the truth in order to draw away disciples after them. So be on your guard. Remember that for three years I never stopped warning each of you night and day with tears. Now I commit you to God and to the word of his grace, which can build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. I have not coveted anyone's silver or gold or clothing. You yourselves know that these hands of mine have supplied my own needs and the needs of my companions. In everything I did, I showed you that by this kind of hard work we must help the weak, 
remembering the words the Lord Jesus himself said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. When Paul had finished speaking, he knelt down with all of them and prayed. They all wept and they embraced him and kissed him. What grieved them most was his statement that they would never see his face again, and they accompanied him to the ship. This is the word of the Lord. As we read, what word or phrase caught your attention? Write it down in the read section of your journal, and as you do, spend a moment considering it. Now E for encounter. What do you sense the Spirit speaking in this moment? Allow yourself to encounter the presence of God and write a reflection in your journal. Now we want to turn our focus outward. Based on how you encountered God in your chosen word or verse, how might God want you to apply these truths to your life today? Maybe it's a commandment to obey or a truth to live into. What's one thing you can do practically to accomplish this today? Now for our last step, write a prayer of devotion. Express yourself to God. Tell him how you feel toward him. Remember, the goal of bread is union with God, loving relationship. Offer him yourself right now in the form of a written prayer. Thank you for being with me through our bread practice today. I look forward to continuing with you tomorrow. Grace and peace.